You are now listening to the Derek's Mega Bowl podcast. You were two and seven, you'd be in a bad mood too. It's my quarterback. You play to win the game. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. With your host, Derek Hubbard, Eric Barsh, and Jake Smith. Welcome into the Mega Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Hubbard. Alongside of me, we have, well, it's just me today. Jake and Eric decided to take the holiday weekend off. Jake is recovering from a wedding, and Eric, I believe Eric and his wife are camping at some swinger resorts. So hopefully those two are picking the right keys and having some fun. But you guys get just me today. It's me talking to myself. Quite interesting. Um, so you guys get to be in the mind of Derek. Today, I'm going to bring you guys the top five values heading into the Dare or the Derek's Mega Bowl Season 4. Uh, these are five guys that I looked at uh, that I thought would either have bounce back seasons and looking at their ADP, uh, I found them very valuable. But before I get into this short podcast, I do want to talk about... Uh, the Mega Bowl Season 4 heading or coming up this way uh, will be starting here in a two months or so. I think it was 10 Sundays until football starts. So I did have questions, and this might be or this might seem a little redundant or I don't know, simple answers, but I did have somebody over the week ask me, hey Derek, uh, what does Superflex actually mean? And what does tight end premium actually mean? So let's go to the basics. Superflex, uh, you have an opportunity to start two quarterbacks. So we are going to have one flex spot. That is the Superflex designated spot that you could start either a quarterback, a running back, a wide receiver, or a tight end. To be successful, it's obvious you probably want to start a quarterback given that quarterbacks produce the highest amount of points usually on a typical week. Um, but you don't have to play quarterback. You know, if you just have those, you know, let's say you only drafted two quarterbacks or you had a quarterback get injury or um, it's a bye week. Um, yeah, you can always start someone outside of that quarterback position. So just know that you don't have to have two quarterbacks, but it is recommended. And then the tight end premium. So it is a PPR league. So wide receivers and running backs, they receive one point per reception. Tight ends receive two points per reception. So tight ends, obviously, are going to be a little bit more valuable this season. If you heard last episode, I said that Travis Kelsey would have been uh, the number one pass catcher. That is out of all the tight ends and wide receivers in 2022. He would have outscored Justin Jefferson by 70 points. And Justin Jefferson uh, was wide receiver one. So tight ends, you better get them right away in rounds at least... I mean, Travis Kelsey, you're going to have to grab him round one, but rounds two and three is where you're going to want to get your tight ends. Otherwise, I don't expect there to be very many left. So, top five values heading into the 2023 season. Number five, Jeff Wilson, running back Miami Dolphins. Jeff Wilson is right now the running back 43. He's the 130th overall player. That's going to rounds 11-ish, 11-12-ish. Uh, in Superflex, now this does not take into account the tight end premium, the two-point tight end premium. So you're looking at Jeff Wilson 
probably round 14, round 15. Uh, and I do think that's going to be a great value. Jeff Wilson joined the Dolphins in week nine of the 2022 season. Wilson averaged just over 10 touches a game with the Dolphins. That was the same opportunity share as his running mate, Raheem Mostert. Raheem Mostert. Both Wilson and Mostert were uh, re-signed by the Dolphins in this offseason, both receiving two-year deals. The difference being is that Wilson received an $8 million contract compared to Mostert's $5 million deal. I don't know about you guys, but money talks. Follow the money, guys. The Dolphins did draft Devon A-Chain in the third round, and this is somebody I absolutely love, especially in dynasty purposes. But I fully expect Wilson to be the starter at the start of the season. Mike McDaniels wants to run the ball. McDaniels became successful running the ball uh, with the 49ers. He was their run game coordinator under Kyle Shanahan. And we all know the injury concern for Tua, so I expect the Dolphins to use the run game more often this upcoming season. As I do expect a timeshare in the backfield between all three backs to get the potential main dog and a great offense and a great offense's backfield in the 11th round or later could be a league winner. Number four, Deontay Johnson, wide receiver, Pittsburgh Steelers. Right now, Deontay is viewed as the wide receiver. He's going as the wide receiver 29, the 79th overall player, which is in round seven through eight. So you're probably looking at, uh, I would say, round 10 that you could get Deontay Johnson. Well, let's talk about two non-sexy names to start off the segment with. Ew, Wilson, Deontay Johnson. If you were a Deontay owner last year, well, you might hate this guy. If you're a dynasty owner of Deontay, I'm sure you've had your share of thoughts on what to do with him. Do you want a guy who will easily lead his team in targets? The last three seasons, Johnson had targets of 40, 144, 169, and 147. In 2020 and 2021, Johnson was a top 15 wide receiver, and that was with Big Ben, who couldn't throw the ball further than five yards. Insert Kenny Pickett at quarterback, and Deontay is still receiving high-volume targets. The difference in 2022 is Deontay had zero, yes, I said zero, touchdowns. That is the most targets, 147, in a season without scoring at least one touchdown. I'm not a betting man, but if I were to be heading down to Vegas and betting the odds for Deontay to find the end zone in 2023, I'd feel very successful because I'd guarantee he finds the end zone. The offensive line has improved this offseason, off season, and with Pickett another year into the system, I expect Deontay to bounce back into top 15 wide receiver form. Yes, I know Pickens is there, and they traded a pack of Butterfinger BBs for Allen Robinson this offseason, but Deontay should easily lead the team in targets, receptions, and yards again. Let's bank on that seven to eight touchdowns as well. Number three, Miles Sanders, running back, Carolina Panthers. Miles Sanders currently going as the running back 19, the 15, 52nd overall player. So that's rounds five to six, but in this tight end premium, you're probably looking at uh, anywhere between rounds six to eight. Heading into last year, we are having the same discussions about Miles Sanders as we are with Deontay Johnson this year. In 2021, despite... Leading the team, or in 2021, despite leading the back uh, field for the Eagles, Sanders posted zero touchdowns. Fast forward to 2022, and Sanders shut those doubters up by posting 11 touchdowns to go along with nearly 1,300 yards rushing. With that great season in 2022, that made Sanders a wealthy man this offseason, with him signing a four year deal with worth over $18 million in guaranteed money. Deuce Staley, his old running back coach from Philly, recruited Sanders heavily to sign with Carolina. Carolina has came out and they said they view Sanders as a true three down back for this team. Behind Sanders is Chuba Hubbard and Blackshear. Though Hubbard has shown he can be a decent third down back, Sanders is by far the better talent. 
I expect this team to ease in rookie Bryce Young and rely heavily on the run game. Carolina doesn't have any real weapons on the outside, leaving Sanders as their only real weapon on offense. Don't be surprised if you see Sanders finish as an RB5 or better overall this season, and you're likely to get him in round 6 through 8. Alright, my number 2 player, I have Nick Chubb, running back Cleveland Browns. RB9, going as the 19th overall player. Um, right now, that's if you're going to go with our league, you're probably looking to get him in rounds 3 or 4. We'll meet Mr. Old Reliable, Mr. Nicholas Chubb. Well, Derek, how can Chubb be if he's already a third or fourth round pick you know why you're looking at a possible you're looking at possibly the rb1 this season yeah i said it the rb1 outside of Derek Henry, name a running back with less competition at the moment at the moment right now in his current backfield heck i'd even say chubb has less competition than henry himself and he's on a better offense despite the shit show of an offense cleveland was last year especially when watson returned Nick Chubb was great, posting just north of 1,500 yards rushing and 12 touchdowns to go along with 27 catches, 239 yards receiving, and one touchdown. The expectation is for, is for this offense to be, but, to be much better with a full offense or offseason with Watson at the head of the ship. I don't see Nick Chubb declining any of his rushing totals either. They lose Kareem Hunt. Chubb should easily stay on the field more for third down situations. If Chubb doubles his targets in the passing game from 37 to 74, plus having a more efficient offense with more chances to score touchdowns, we could easily be be seeing a monster season from Nick Chubb. And if you're a Jerome Ford stand and think he's a true threat to the backfield, well, this episode is not for you. Lastly, my number one player, Aaron Rodgers, quarterback, New York Jets. Quarterback 15 over... Uh, Going into the season, 54th overall player, you're looking at rounds 5-6 to six for Aaron Rodgers. Well, this has literally hurt me saying this to you. I mean, he's my least favorite athlete in all of sports. And it almost pains me that I can't hate the Green Bay Packers anymore since Aaron Rodgers is gone. But enough slander, let's talk about why he's number one on my list. Do you remember the last time we said this dude was done being fantasy relevant in 2020, or 2019? Well, in years 2020 and 2021... He came out with 48 and 37 touchdowns while tossing over 4,100 yards both seasons. Oh, and he was this thing called the MVP too. Down season in Green Bay last year, and I think a lot went into that. Green Bay traded away his top target guy in Devontae Adams and left him with Alan Lazard and two rookies in Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson. Plus, last season, there was heavy discussion heavy discussion on if Rodgers was going to be traded. Rodgers didn't really help himself either. Uh, not making any chemistry with the two rookies in Dobbs and Watson in the offseason. Move ahead one year, and now Rodgers is out of Green Bay and lands with the team he wanted to play for, the New York Jets. Wait a second. Am I talking about Rodgers or Favre here? Sounds a little too familiar. Anyways, Rodgers lands in New York and has a lot of new shiny targets, and even some old shiny targets too joining him. His receiving core should be a lot better this year with Garrett Wilson, Alan Lazard, Randall Cobb, Corey Davis, and a stud in Brees Hall to check the ball down to. Rodgers is also rejoining former Packers quarterback coach Nathaniel Hackett, and Hackett has already said that Rodgers will have most of the play call, or most of the control of play calling this season. Rodgers, during his MVP seasons, threw the ball at the goal line, padding his stats, and I expect much of the same this year. I think Rodgers tries to stick it not to just Green Bay, but the football world this season. Quarterback 15 right now, expect Rodgers to be right up there in the QB5 or better at the end of the season. 
Rodgers is screaming value right now and could be a force as someone's QB2 in the Mega Bowl. But let's hope I'm wrong. So to recap, my top five values heading into the 2023 season, I have number five, Jeff Wilson, running back Miami Dolphins. Number four, Deontay Johnson, wide receiver, Pittsburgh Steelers. Number three, Miles Sanders, running back, Carolina Panthers. Number two, Nick Chubb, running back, Cleveland Browns. And number one, Aaron Rodgers, QB, New York Jets. If anybody's listening to this episode, here you go. Here's a blueprint. Taylor Rosemary, I know you're going to listen to me. Here's your blueprint into a successful 2023 Mega Bowl season. Well, that's it for this episode. It was short and sweet. Hopefully next week, Eric and Jake are going to be back. We will do a mock draft. So we will get some guys together, do a little mock draft, um, and then share that with you guys so you guys can know what to expect, potentially heading into our upcoming season. Well, that's it. I'm Derek Hubbard, your host. Thanks for listening. Have a great holiday weekend, July 4th. Nobody blow a finger off. And as a wise man once said, where to your mother? See you guys.